by your host for late night whenever back from being a movie star please give it up for Michelle Buteau Welcome to Late Night Whenever. Yeah. Gotta say that. Please give it up for my best friend, my black doctor, Phil Rob Lewis. <laughs> it's what been up? a long time. I yeah. shouldn't have left you without a dope show to, to step, step to. to. Okay. Right. <laughs> oh my God. So yes, I've been in Vancouver filming a movie with Ali Wong and Randall Park. It's been dope as fuck. It's coming out on Netflix. It's going to be called Always Be My Maybe. I, I love Allie and Randall. I can't believe they let me be in their movie and didn't even drug test. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, my last day of shooting, and this is what happens to a bitch. My last day of shooting. Wow, you're really comfortable. Legs all open? Okay. <laughs> yeah, close your legs, bitch. I'm a lady. I want you to be comfortable, but I don't want to give you a pap smear with my face. What's she doing with them short shorts? I'm also like low-key jealous I can't wear shorts, okay? Oh no, a piece of food just came out of my mouth on the microphone. <laughs> okay, it's gonna be a long day. Listen, listen, let's pour some Prosecco. No big deal, it's the white wine, it doesn't count. So, this is what happens. Fucking stage mishaps all, all the time with me. One time I was hosting a show and the microphone hit my mouth and I was like, because it smelled like airport bathroom. I was like, huh? <laughs> Did you know it's recycled water they use in the thing? I just saw that. I don't want to talk huh, about it. Huh, huh. It's like a Negro spiritual through a gag. Huh, huh, huh. What is happening? Welcome to my aneurysm, everybody. At whatever. <laughs> so, hosting this comedy show as I do, hitting the mic, I was like, give it up, you new comedian. And then I realized there was a piece of rice on my lip, but I didn't have rice for dinner. It was not so rice. <laughs> But my last day of shooting at Vancouver's, or the Couve as they call it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> You've been there a long time. I've been there. Oh, I had all the sushi. <laughs> Anyways, last day of Vancouver. Oh my God, do you feel so bad for my husband? It takes me forever to tell a fucking story. <laughs> you should see our wedding. They're like, wrap it up. And I was like, but another thing. And so... <laughs> So the last day shooting, um, and this is what happens. I'm going to tell you, and you guys are going to be like, that's it? All of this for that? <laughs> I don't mind a womp womp. That's what it sounds like when I pick my front wedgie. I call it a fudgy. Anyways. <laughs> oh, yes. Late night. Whatever. Last day. Last seat I was shooting. <laughs> the cameraman put a little, like, bar, like, he raised his camera, whatever. Didn't tell me. Because I'm a professional. You don't have to tell me everything. And I'm like, leaving the scene, I'm just like, cool, if that's what you want, that's what you get. And I turn around, trip, and go down. And like, I didn't even, I didn't want to break my wrist. I didn't want to get, this is an expensive tooth, so I didn't want to like, so like my tits broke the fall. But it was amazing, they were very buoyant. And I thought it would hurt, but it just like made me flip over like a seal. And I was like, oh shit. 
<laughs> or I don't know, a sea otter, wherever you're from. And so, <laughs> and so everyone's like, are you okay? And it's so embarrassing when you do something like that in front of like 50 people. I'm like, ha ha, I'm fine. And then I look down and there's blood everywhere. My toe split in halfsies. Do you want to go halfsies on my toe? And yeah, my toe went Dutch on the first date. And it was insane. People just like gave me the whole paper towel roll. They're like, we'll just shut down. And that was my last day. Damn. Yeah, but I, stage mishaps. Yeah. You're on stage all the time. You got any? You're too cool for stage mishaps. Nah, they happen all the time. <laughs> they, uh, like shit. right now. Which one you want? Uh, Ooh, all of them. We want we were on VH1 uh, one time, and we were on this uh, morning show. Big morning buzz. Heard of it? That's why it's gone. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> the two people that work there, perfect. <laughs> Hi, Ellie Lee. Oh, Jesus yeah, Christ. Right. <laughs> we had a good time. It was a we good had time. a great time. But uh, live television, morning show, mm-hmm. I swore on camera. You did that shit? I did that shit. Yeah. I was pushed, though. Uh, was I there? Yeah, you were there. Did I do it? Nah, it wasn't you. Okay. It wasn't you. Thank you, Shaggy. But um, I used to wear I used to wear sunglasses every day in the morning. So we used to have guest hosts, and this one guest host was like, "Oh, Rob, you're just so cool. How are you so cool?" And I was oh, like, "Oh, yeah, she was, was like, mad sarcastic." And I was like, "Oh, thank you, thank you." And she was like, "No, but you're just so cool. You just no." So but cool. she said it like this. She was like, "You're so cool." Why are you so cool? Like you were hiding some shit. Yeah, and, and I was like, like "Back I'm, the fuck I just up. am, you know. And I said it like that, and she was, and then she said. But I mean, you're just so cool. And I said, yo, what the fuck? I... Oh, enjoy your coffee. Good thing we had a five second delay though. So they, they Isn't, I mean, five yeah. second delay for no audience? Perfect. Um, <laughs> five second delay for who? The Holy Ghost? Next. <laughs> Nobody give a fuck. Stop That's why we do the podcast. Stop Nobody it. give a fuck. Stop it. Um, That's how get... we met, man. That's Come how on. we met, honey. Yeah. Welcome to the podcast. Um, <laughs> dude, one time I was performing for college kids, which if you're in college, good for you. But, <laughs> good for you. but college is such a weird age where you think you know everything, but you don't. You're still using your mom's credit card. And so you do these college gigs and they're like in the middle of nowhere. It's like fly to Minot, Dakota, and then drive four hours. And I was like, this sounds like Kill Bill or some shit. Or like no country for old titties. Like, I don't know what the fuck this is. So you go and show up, and then you perform for like five 19-year-olds who are just there for the free chicken tenders. And I dropped my water, so I had to pick it up, and my pants split. And it made a noise. It was so obvious, but I was more, I was so embarrassed. I was like, sorry, y'all, just farted. Because I would rather have people think I farted didn't know that I was traveling with pants that were too tight. You can't travel with the too tight pants. You can't. Those are just for brunch. You can't travel with the too tight pants. Oh, that's when you got an errand to run and everything else is dirty. And on that note, we got more show for you guys. Please help me welcome my first guest. She's a comedian and an actress. You've seen her on Comedy Central's Corporate Ow. <laughs> and on Netflix's The Stand-Ups. And she's going on tour this fall. Please help me welcome my little samosa nugget. Yes, a partner not Sherlock.
would you like something to drink? Sure. Really? Wait, wait, wait. We well, have Prosecco, red or white. Um, is this Godzilla? Yeah, that's a sponsor. Okay. Okay, cool. I'm you. you want some Gazelle? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, my love. Cheers. To you. Yes, Brown Titties, you doing it. Oh my God. What happens when you're drunk? What does happen? I think I think I'm getting out of control. And then my friends are like, you look tired. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, things. Oh. Have you ever blacked out or regretted something? I haven't blacked out, but I think in college once I stole a man from another woman on the dance floor. <laughs> Girl, you have lived. I know. I know. It was truly out of character. Um, <laughs> I <laughs> I had a lot of Indian friends going up and um going up going cool. up going up <laughs> going up and um a lot of my Indian friends as well wanted to go into the arts but their parents were like no you will be a doctor mm. you will be a lawyer like how did you break the news to your parents I think my both my sister and I have kind of unconventional life paths and my parents are both doctors. So I think that was, that was the intended result. But um, I think they just got horses who had their own uh, journeys in mind. Uh, and, you know, uh, sorry, I was thinking, I forgot to mention I identify as a horse. Um, it no, was beautiful. I, I, I want to be the whisperer. I, I was thinking of the expression, bet on the wrong horse. So then I just worked it seamlessly into my answer. Um, no, my sister and I both sort of had like low points in like, I, she had hers in high school and I had mine in college where we both sort of had like rock bottoms earlier in life. Ooh. But I think it, it was that it was kind of it. For my parents, it kind of put them on this path of like, if you're happy, then everyone's happy. You That's know? so nice. I know, it was nice. It's like a very, it's a happy ending. I'm very curious um, what it was like for you when you first started auditioning. Oh, I, I really don't, I still don't think I know how to audition. Because mm -hmm. I, I, I took, I think, an audition class and they told you all the things to do, like walk in the room, make an impression in the first 15 seconds, Ugh. you know, leave them with a smile. Ugh. And I feel like... What is this, every, a sex shop? Get off my I dick. Know, I know. And every time I go, I'm like, didn't do that, didn't do that, didn't do that, didn't do that. Oh. Yeah. But then they're always like, but there's always the exception where they're just like... She runs on her own speed, and we like that. Where, right. they, where the person doesn't do it, they're like, I didn't even learn the lines because I'm a free bird. Uh. And they're like, and we hired her for seven movies. Ah, I hate those bitches. No. They always have crop tops on. Yes. That's the through line. It's like their power is channeled through their midriff. <laughs> I gotta find a power on my body somewhere. Your body is powerful, Michelle. Oh my God, thank you. I wanna motorboat you. <laughs> you 
are a very fun hang. <laughs> Do you remember? Probably. <laughs> we did this wild one-off comedy festival oh, in Maui. Yes. Which, I mean, I've never been to Hawaii, and Maui is just like it's just like full of like T-shirts that say "Just Maui." And I'm like, I get it. And it was such a fun festival. So many people. Those people spent so much money on the festival. They were like bankrupt afterwards. It was crazy. It was insane. It was. They, like, there were so many things that were part of the festival that were like not related to doing shows. They'd yes. be like, "Do you want a tour of the island?" Like, yeah. Like, what I thought they're like, "This is the island. sacred so and so." I was like, "Sign me up." Yeah. 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 They're like, "Do you want to do a dance between these two rocks?" I was like, "Yeah, I do." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. They're like, do you want to drive in this like convertible from the 60s around a waterfall? I was like, yeah. I'm like, do I have to tell Jokester like one time for six minutes? Is that okay? I was like, yeah. <laughs> do you want free pizza every night? And I was like, put it in my face. Yeah. And then we stayed at this really nice hotel, probably built on a burial ground because it is Hawaii. Yeah. And, um, and there was this big rock. I think it was called the Black Rock. Yes. Not to be confused with Black Rob. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> e, a da bitch. And so, <laughs> and so um, everyone was climbing this Black Rock and like jumping into the ocean as if they were like a Jamaica Sandals commercial. And I looked at that rock, I was like, no, ma'am. You know what I mean? Like heights. And I don't know what the hospital situation is in Hawaii. And I don't want to get my hair wet. So many no's. Yeah. And um, you decide to climb this motherfucking rock. Yeah, I think I made. I think I made a promise to myself that I would do something that scared me, and I was like, "That looks pretty scary." And then I got up there, and I was like, "Well, this was a mistake, <laughs> but not the worst way to go." You were up there for so long. I was up there for so long. You were. I like went to get a drink and came back, and you were still up there. Yeah, I, w I was. I was having like. Um, I feel like because there were these like guys who I think just lived in the area who just kept going up and jumping over yeah. and over again. It was they like, look like something from um, what's that werewolf movie with Kirsten Stewart? Oh, Twilight. Yeah. Yeah. They look like the werewolves from Twilight. Yeah. But I remember they were like talking me through it because they had already done it like three times and I was still up there. And yeah. uh, and one of them was like, it's it's fine. Like, there's nothing to be afraid of. You just got to do it. And then I looked at him closer and his face was bleeding. <laughs> and I was like, well, you're not selling me on this. Oh, really. my God. Uh, but? But I did. You did it. Hmm. I did it. I did it! I love that. So many things to talk to you about. Okay, I love that you talk about anxiety and depression on stage. Um, That's very brave. And thank, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, because it's really one of those things where... It's so, it's so great to talk about it and that's how you really work through it and then also you make people feel less lonely and that's how we can normalize it but not so much in a way where it's just like people don't take it seriously. Right. You know? Yeah. It's still a real thing and you find such fucking humor in it. 
I I honestly started writing about it because I was having trouble writing about anything else. I think I was like having a specifically depressed period and I was like, I'll just write about this then, I guess. And then I tried it on stage and I think it resonated with people in a way that I wasn't expecting. Because I don't know, I feel like mental health in some sense has been tapped already in comedy. So I, I wasn't sure I had anything to add that would necessarily be right, but of interest. You're not a white man. Yeah. <laughs> Which I forget. And people love that. <laughs> None of us are. (laughs) That's why it's a podcast. I frequently forget. (laughs) Someone just enraged. (laughs) I can't. I can't. Ooh. I also love the episode of Masters of None you did. Mm. Do you feel like all our friends are just like either predators or just like people are doing these (laughs) write-ups? Like, I feel like I can't listen to any more songs. I can't listen. Like, everybody, it's all, it's a moment. I know. Well, I think it, I think for me, it just um, has justified a lot of my trust issues. And I feel empowered by that. No, I think, uh, I don't know. I think it's good now that it's coming out and it's hard because it is people you know who you've worked with, who might be your friends, who you might just have always seen in a different way. But I think it, 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 it it's going to be messy for a while, and I think that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was very well said. <laughs> Usually people clap. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh... <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so can you tell me about um, this Paul Feig movie you're going to be in, A Simple Favor? Oh, yeah. So this... Uh, Paul Feig, I feel like, has generally been known for what comedy bridesmaids and like Ghostbusters. Yeah. But yeah. I did the, this movie, A Simple Favor. It's the it's based on a book, um, and it's kind of a thriller. It's like a gone. It's a send up of like the Gone Girl genre. Oh, was where, that a thriller? Yeah. Oh. What did you, <laughs> <laughs> did you see it? Bye, bitch. Why is she coming back? Like, I thought you was gone. You know what I mean? Like, you don't even like him. So I was like, whatever. It was well written. That's so funny. <laughs> You're she like, why like would him, you though? watch a movie that's just like, girl, bye? Yeah. Yeah, that'll be the all black female reboot yeah. with Tiffany Haddish. Yeah, this is about like these rich Connecticut moms and then one of them goes missing and it becomes a whole thing. Okay. <laughs> you are um, going on, fo- uh, on fall this tour. <laughs> By the way, I am dyslexic um, and I was so tired one night. I was like, I'm dyslexic. And I was like, what? <laughs> So I figured if I was ever a drag queen, my name would be Dick Lexia. Um, oh, that's so we know good. This. Okay, so you're going on fall. You're going on fall. I'm going on fall tour. Someone's just shaking their head. No, bitch, let it go. I saw you, you little motherfucker. You're going on tour this fall. Yeah. Tell me about it. I mean, is it like because you, you know, you're doing your thing? Is it like a good tour? Is it like a private? 
or first class. What? Lounge, you get lounge access when you're traveling for the tour. I, I finally got a SkyMiles card, so maybe? Bitch. Okay. Yes. Maybe they let me into the lounge, but the last time I tried to get into a lounge, they said I didn't have the right thing. And let me tell you, it is empowering to be turned away. It is. It is. It, you know, I feel like I've built up like a tolerance from trying to go to clubs. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm very excited for your tour. What city are you most excited about? Is that even a thing? I feel like I, I am at heart very bougie. So I like like your San Fran's, your Portland's. Yeah. 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 I like when they're, they're smart, but they also like dirty. Yeah. You'd be like, Trump sucks, but also my pussy. <laughs> More late night whenever when we come back, everybody. Hashtag Black Rock, hashtag Black Rob. Okay. Oh, so excited about my next guest. Ooh, so many feels, bitches. She's a writer for SNL, and you can see her right now on Netflix's The Comedy Lineup, and she's got a new album called Donna's Daughter. Please help me welcome Sam J. Such a beautiful fucking stage right now. Yeah. What are you drinking? Red, white, prosecco. Um, prosecco. Trust. Prosecco me. All that. Word up. Okay. This is fancy shit. Thanks, Bo. I try. Mm-hmm. It's a podcast, but we could. You pretend. gotta learn how to prosecco pour though. This is you don't pour like. <laughs> you pour that like a forty. You don't pour like a forty. <laughs> so it's all up. You need a little top off. Are you okay with the white wine, Parna? So good. I I tried to use it as a microphone. <laughs> I spelled it. I fucking love I think it. I'm at oh. my limit. <laughs> I fucking love it. Speaking of which, do you know how to roll a forty? I'm sorry, roll a blunt. Yeah. <laughs> you about to put me on some shit? I like that you. <laughs> I know. Roll a forty. Yeah, I know how to roll a blunt for sure. Really? Yeah. Why well, wouldn't I know? Because I smoke weed. <laughs> <laughs> you got. <laughs> You gotta roll it if you smoke it. At least those rules are where, where I come from. Right, right, right. Dutch Master, what are we talking? I'm, I prefer a green Dutch Master. Yeah. The Cigarello, though, not the big crazy one. Right, right. Yeah. Give it's me a, a lot of paper, a lot of licking right, in public. Right, right, right. I mean, I feel like I'm doing wallpaper with my face. You rolling it wrong then. I am. Yeah. I also, my husband's <laughs> Dutch, so I don't like the words Dutch Master. Ah. Not very comfortable. That makes sense. More like Dutch sidekick. I'll fuck with that. Cool, cool. <laughs> You're you good. know how to play spades? Of course I know. How to. Why you ask me all these black questions? <laughs> <laughs> you asked me about fried chicken eggs. <laughs> Do you? Sometimes. <laughs> 
Okay, buttermilk, what we talking? Um, <laughs> we got a lot of stuff to unpack. Oh my God, I love you. So writing for SNL, let's talk about it. All right. Um, <laughs> it's a big show, right? Yeah. It's older than, dare I say, me. <laughs> And um, what did you? What were you feeling like when you got the job? Were you nervous? Were you excited? Were you like, oh shit, now they're gonna know, or oh shit, now they're gonna know? Um, I think I was somewhere in between the now they're gonna know, not the good one, the bad one, and uh, oh shit, this is exciting. Right, and. The writers' rooms. Now, I, I don't know if you guys are in the industry, but writers' rooms is a room where people write, but it's sort of like also <laughs> people don't know secret inside industry shit. People don't know. Writers' rooms are rooms where people write. <laughs> people don't know. People will leave a comment and be like, "What's the writers' room?" You people don't know. But if you work corporate, it's like a big meeting in a conference room. How does that go, like, your first week or first month? Like, are you talking right away? Are you doing double do Like, are you uh, trying to, like... Yeah, it's like being, like, your first week at a new school, you know? You try right. to just figure out where you're supposed to jump in. Sometimes you talk and, and no one says anything. You're like, oh, I'm dumb. And then you don't talk <laughs> for the rest of the day, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Just, just figuring out the balance and kind of where your skills are going to help the show. Right. It's like everyone's swimming upstream, you know, it's like a bunch of salmon. And if you can keep up, then great. You can hang out with us. And if you drown, oh, well. Shit. I know. <laughs> You've been in writer's room, Saparna. Yeah. I mean, I feel like every show has its own dynamic mm -hmm. for sure. Well, how do you, has this ever happened to you where you say something and then people are like, oh yeah, sure. And then like a, a guy says the same exact shit you just said and people are like, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's just the room though. <laughs> I don't think, <laughs> I don't think it's because a guy said it. I just, that's the nature of, of writers. Room. Just, it's like, it's like a mental orgy, man. So, so much shit is getting, for real. So, so much information is getting exchanged constantly that people don't always know where the shit came from. Or you might pitch it and they didn't really fucking hear you. And even though the person repitches, they might not have heard yeah. your pitch. It's like sometimes the shit's just osmosis, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, there's definitely things I've said and then, like, oh, I've seen it in the show, but no one, like, came up to me like, hey, Sam, we're going to put that in the show. You know, it's just yeah. like. Have you gotten a sketch on yet? I've got a few on. <laughs> 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 Which one are you most proud of? Uh, I don't really, I don't really like to take credit for sketches because I feel like it's such a collaborative effort. And uh... <laughs> is this your fucking rally right now? No, bitch. Take the credit. What? Uh, I feel like it's such a collaborative effort because it truly is, and everybody. We works already got that on tape. On it. Just want to make sure that's uh, documented. <laughs> That I am humble. Thank you. Um, uh, I, I feel like the proudest I was the Black Jeopardy sketch um, this season, which uh, I initially wrote with Michael Che and uh, Brian Tucker. Nice. I don't know Tucker, but I know Che. Is Tucker black? No. Cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> He's from North Carolina, so he thinks he is. Oh. That helps. Yeah. <laughs> so 
so we were just in Atlanta shooting our comedy, uh, our Netflix special. Uh huh. And um, that was fucking fun. It was really fun. You slayed that shit. I tried to. Oh, thank you. I don't know if that means they saw it or they just clapping because they're supposed to. Do I have like a shot? Okay, no. Um, what like did you have to like audition? Did you have to like send a tape? And were you just like working on material anyway? It's like how that all come about. Um, because you also just dropped an album. Yes, uh, Friday. Um, I think. Thank you. Uh, this makes me feel like I have accomplishments. This is nice. I like this. I need to do more of these. Do you Google um, yourself? Huh? Do you Google yourself? No, because I'm not a psychopath. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think they just, like, um, they just offered it to me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I had been doing a lot of shit, so there yeah. was enough stuff out there on me, I think, at that point. That they're yeah. like... You kind of know. I'm I'm kind of the type of comic. I just like throw the shit all out there. Yeah. So like you'll know if you're into me or not. Very, right. Very right away. I feel like I'm cilantro too. Like very polarizing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, do you see flavor or do you taste soap? <laughs> right. I'm mad at myself for that shit. <laughs> what has the feedback been since both y'all have specials on Netflix? Like, what's that like, social media wise? Let's get into it. I feel like for the most part, it's been positive. I, yeah. yeah. I think Isn't I. Isn't that nice that it's positive? It's so nice. Oh my gosh. Because you know, the one mean thing will still stick out to you. Girl. Yeah. Yeah, it's been pretty great. Like, people have been, it's been a lot of attention really fast, which was like, whoa. Yeah. This is crazy. It's almost like a sex tape leak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, it's pretty yeah. crazy in that way. Oh, it is. Um, it's been pretty positive. Uh, I've been getting some. Some uh, weird, like, because I have this joke at the end of my uh, Netflix where I, I say that white people are aliens. Ooh. Um, mm-hmm. And I go to build this case as to why this is true. Mm-hmm. And I've been getting a lot of uh, <laughs> real ass hoteps in my DMs. Like, I've been trying to tell people this for a while. That's been wild. That's been a wild time. That is. It's sending me information. You a fucking movement. I don't even know. And it's like it. it wow, it's pretty weird. And they're sending me information, and I don't want to tell them like, "Hey, bro, I'm just kidding," because they really believe it. <laughs> and they feel like I'm like doing something for the culture that I'm not. I'm like, I'm just a comedian. I'm just being goofy. Yes, honey. Yes. So. We were just talking about stage mishaps. Oh, yes, I, I thought of one when you guys were talking about them. I, I did a stand-up show where the instead of entering in the wings, you had to enter an exit in the back. Like the back was a curtain, and then you had to go through the specific part of the curtain. I'm already lost in the sauce. <laughs> well, it was like it was like there's a curtain at the back of the stage, and that's how you entered an exit. Still lost. Okay. <laughs> okay. Just tried to picture it. <laughs> It. And, I, and I exited through the wrong part of the curtain and there was no door there. So I just stood behind the curtain <laughs> for the entire next person's set. No! Yes. What about you? Uh, 
I actually have one that I've never told a soul. This is like a deep, dark secret. Yes. Um, and I just thought of it. I was like, wow, this is crazy. So I was doing a Sarah Silverman show in L.A. at the Largo. Yeah. Uh, Sarah Silverman and Friends. And um, I had been drinking a little bit before the show, mm-hmm. and which is typical. Uh, and I was like waiting around for my spot. And I, I kept playing with the idea of going to the bathroom. Yes. But I was like, yeah, you're having fun. You're having good conversations. You'll be fine. And then all of a sudden, like, I was next, and I had to pee so bad. Like, that drinking pee where it was like, I can't do yes. anything about this. Oh, yeah. I need to pee now. And so there was a comic was on stage. She was right before me. And I was like, now I don't have time Where's to go this to the going? bathroom. <laughs> I know. It's intense, right? I don't have time to go to the bathroom. That's what she was thinking. So I was pacing around backstage uh, behind the curtain. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> pacing around backstage behind the curtain trying to figure out what to do. And there was like this little like old piano or table I don't really remember in the corner. Yeah, I played All the way off to the side. Yeah, I played And it. there was a coffee cup on top of it. And I peed in this cup right before. <laughs> so, so I peed in this cup like right before I had to go on stage. And then I frantically threw the cup away and I spilled pee on my hands a little bit. And then I went on stage and I grabbed the microphone with pee hands. I did. That was like a triple threat mishap. (laughs) But it taught me something, which is that as women, (laughs) it did, I learned a lesson. As women, we should be peeing more in public. Like if the feminist movement is real, we need to be peeing in public because if had I been comfortable peeing in public, I would have just walked right outside and peed. But because of the restrictions that men have put on me, where I feel like I can't pee outside, I was just stuck behind this damn curtain. We gotta be peeing when we wanna pee. Like, that's not we cool. We gotta look. I will put this fucking protest rally together. <laughs> <laughs> when do we wanna pee? Now. I'll work on the chance. All right. <laughs> now it's time to talk to some audience members who have some questions, but they just asked them for a friend, but we know what that really means. Now if you got a crazy question, that's embarrassing. You can listen to that's a friend. I'm getting all my cardio in. Okay. Where is Catherine H.? Hi, Catherine. Um, hi. Hey, boo-boo. So, um, my friend feels like she's living the life of Issa and insecure. Mm-hmm. Um, her boyfriend has not had a job in the last three months. When should she say, enough is enough? Uh, first of all, fuck your friend. Three months is not a long time to be unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of shit is that? Get his guts, It's some time and shit. Yeah, damn, what kind of friend? That's terrible. That's too, that I was is, employed for a year. That's unemployed. one fiscal quarter. <laughs> it's not a lot of time. That's reasonable. Yeah, I would tell your friend <laughs> to be patient because that's what a loving relationship is, the good and the bad, better or worse. Right. He gets a year. Okay. Or she gets a year. Okay. Good luck. <laughs> 
have so much melanin. Okay. Chelsea B, what's your question for your friend? Hi, Chelsea. Ooh, she got a shirt tucked into shorts. <laughs> so my friend and her mom are very close. They share a lot together, a little too much sometimes. So where do you think you sh that she should draw the line? For example, she just shared about a one-night stand she had on Saturday. The mom or the daughter? The daughter. <laughs> all right, I'm not saying all white people look alike, but is that your mom next to you? <laughs> Oh, my God. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I think that that's cool. I mean, I feel like, especially, like, like at a certain age, you should be able to... I think you go through phases, right? When you're a kid, you don't share anything with your mom, and then you go through a thing where you're way too close and you break apart again. And then when you become an adult, you should be pretty, like, free-flowing. Because at that point, everybody, you know, you're fucking. They know it. They know it. Dave was fucking. Everybody's fucking. We get it. Her next album is Everybody Fucking. Everybody Fucking. Everybody's peeing and everybody's peeing. <laughs> Next question. Caller, where are you calling from? Eve B or Eveb? <laughs> Hi, Eve Hi. Are you a white girl with curly hair? No. Are you Spanish? No. Are you black? A little bit. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Black and Jewish. Black and Jewish, black and Jewish. <laughs> Cool. So, What's your question for your friend, Eve B? So my friend has been dating someone for about three months. They got, the got a family. job? <laughs> got a job. Got a job. <laughs> Met the friends, everything. And then suddenly he ghosts her. It happens. No explanation. He ghosted her. Mm-hmm. Does everyone know what ghosting means? Yeah. Mom? Disappeared. <laughs> um, ghosted. Mad as hell. But um, so... The only problem is that there's a sex video. What? <laughs> Wait, how, lo how long is the video? Like, it's like a few minutes. Good for you. <laughs> I mean, your friend. So what should I do? I mean, my friend. Ah. Hey. Ladies, this is this is deep. I got. Can I get some follow up? Ooh, not too. I don't need too many details, but like in this video, who's the winner? <laughs> Me. You're the winner. Definitely. All right. Wait. Cool. Here's your strategy. PR. Get on your campaign. Drop the video first. <laughs> Drop the shit yourself. Right. Use it as a marketing promotion. No, I don't mean. And can we identify you for sure? Or can you be like, I, that's another curly hair bitch. I don't know her. It could be me. Right. Is it a way where, you know? Um, my face doesn't make an appearance. So. Oh, so oh, do you. Oh, oh, you smart. Girl, you smart. Just act like that never happened. That's your resume. Yeah, that, that didn't never happen. And, but if you want to take claim for the work, if there's some situation where you want, take credit for the work. But if you don't, don't. <laughs> has always been if they don't want to hear from you let them hear about you mm. get a hotter dude to make a sex tape that he sees <laughs> that is terrible advice we are 
We're giving you a career you don't want. <laughs> a partner, what say you? I would imagine you have a lot of wisdom on this subject. I do. I do. Um... <laughs> if you won and they can't see your face then you really did win you won both times yeah but also yeah I agree with Sam if it's something you want to take credit for take credit for it otherwise be like I don't know he's got nothing on you but good for you I'm trying to get sex tape ready so good for you Eve B (laughs) and that has been our show everybody hold up now oh Rob Oh, Rob. My black rock, my black rock. <laughs> you know how to turn the knob. <laughs> and we got a mob. But no, for real, what have we learned tonight? <laughs> you know, when you split your toe, the flesh will grow back. Oh man, so many stage mishaps. But I love that they mishappened. <laughs> also, peeing in a cup? How big is this cup? Who peeing in a cup? <sighs> Seriously, I gotta go back to the gym and get sex tape ready. We talked about writers' rooms because a lot of people don't even know that's a room that you write in. <sighs> and Maui, who don't want to go to Maui and just be Mauied? <laughs> oh, I don't know. So many feelings, so many brown titties, so many strong women, so many feelings. Yes, I love my friends, I love what they do, I love my life. In the meantime, in between time, I'm going to shove you toe. That's Rob Lewis, and this has been Late Night Whatever! Late Night Whenever is brought to you by WNYC Studios. This podcast is produced by Joanna Solitareff, Paula Schumann, Jennifer Sendro, Daniel Guimet, Adam Teicholtz, Megan Cunane, Jamie York, and Marianne Schauberg. With Isaac Jones, Chase Colpin, Joe Plord, Sarah Sambach, Caroline English, and Melissa Chusid. Music by Rob Lewis. Add music by Isaac Jones. Follow us on Instagram at whenever. We got some sexiest fuck videos with me, my titties, my hair, and my guests. And don't forget to subscribe to Late Night Whenever, wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs>